Hello and welcome to all our listeners on behalf of the Wharton FinTech podcast. I'm your host Anjit Gupta, a current Wharton MBA student of the class of 2021. Today we have with us Rajan Bajaj, founder and CEO of Slice. Founded in 2016, Slice is India's leading fintech startup. It offers payment and credit solutions for youngsters between the age of 18 to 29 years. Slice is among the top 7 card issuers in India and has achieved net profits within 4 years of its inception. The firm aims to target 1 million young users in the next 12 months. Rajan graduated from IIT Kharagpur in India and has product experience in building Flipkart marketplace in its hatching phase. This was the fastest growing business unit and a major focus for Flipkart at that time. Thereafter, he founded Mesh, a furniture rental startup. Thank you for joining us today Rajan. It is a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for having me here Anjit. Likewise. Great. Um Rajan, could you start by telling us a bit about yourself and your entrepreneurial background? Sure. So I was born and raised in a small city near Delhi called uh, Alwar. When I was 12 I started playing basketball in my school. I started by sitting on the benches and hardly got any playing time in the beginning. Uh, I focused very hard for the next two years, uh, and I tried to get my place in the team. By the time I was 14, I was the first player in the history of our geography there in Alwar, from all the schools to get selected for playing in the basketball national level tournament. So you know, I I played a lot of basketball growing up. Then I was 14 at that time. I had interest in starting my own venture early on in my school also, but I think it was not the right time. i prepared for my entrance exam in uh, for iit and uh, got selected somehow i went to iit kharagpur uh, again played a lot of basketball there i was the captain of the team that won basketball championship in my final year uh, across all the iits uh, you know i learned something in basketball that uh, i was the point guard of the team and being the point guard i had to be the leader of the team i had to set plays and drive and organize the space for our team and i i realized that i love that and that was one of the reason i wanted to do something in entrepreneurship so in my college also i tried a couple of times uh i was almost sold on this uh, ride sharing idea in my second year and wanted to leave college my parents obviously were not okay so they did not allow me to do that like most of the middle class parents in the country Uh, and in my final year, I worked with a friend in IIM on a business plan, which was like Postmates in the US. Uh, it was like a food delivery or anything delivery startup. Uh, that also did not uh, fruition because uh, I couldn't find the right team. But there was a lot of interest uh, right from my school days and especially in my college days to start something of my own, which finally happened when I graduated. I started working in Flipkart, and you know this was a time I realized that. I, if I don't do it now, then I'll probably never do it because I've been thinking about it for a long time. I moved out pretty early on uh, in Flipkart in about ten months' time. I started my own venture. Wow, that's so fascinating to see you've been motivated since back then. So, what particularly uh, was the motivation behind Slice? So look, uh, when I started the first time, uh, I was doing this sharing economy startup. and from the beginning the idea of what what idea to work on in a startup i decided that i'll work on something that i am 
really a customer of and i can really relate to that problem otherwise uh, i do not understand uh, who the customer i am building it for is and that was important for me and that was the only way i knew to start up so when i was 22 i started up mesh uh, it did not work out it failed but it didn't matter to me uh, i learned in basketball that some years you lose and some years you win uh it taught me how to start a business how to you know sort of run a business because i studied a lot after that i you know, got into some content of uh, starting a startup and you know like in college you uh, go pass engineering i did that for you know some of the basic fundamental business principles so when i was figuring out how to start up again and what to start up again uh, after uh, mesh did not work out uh i started looking at again my own problems and started looking at the right kind of team that uh, i can form at that time one of the areas that was very uh, personal to me was credit cards i started using them as soon as i joined flipkart within 3 months time uh, credit cards uh, got delivered to me and i started using them and i was fascinated by their product i loved using it but i saw that my friends are not using it and they are not that excited about that product and i was not really sure why and that somehow was there with me when i was figuring out the next idea that why are these people not that excited about this product i felt it's very cool you know you can pay back next month you don't have to pay anything extra but my friends and my colleagues in flipkart were not so excited about it i realized that these people not were not understanding the whole concept of the product that well they were still confused about it uh, and that whole onboarding process was not that great you know the the guy who sold them the credit card like in my mm-hmm. case also was a person from the bank who just came to our office and said that you know just take this credit card without making us understand what this product is and many of the people even after taking the card they felt that this is a loan product this is an emi product which was not the case you can use it for your regular payments and even earn rewards and many people who did not opt for it they felt that there's a lot of uh, you know lack of transparency in this product so they may not they may end up paying some hidden charges or they may end up overspending which is the problem i felt i can really relate to because i started learning about this product after 2 3 months of using it and i you know got into that literature of every terms and condition and then i understood it but many people would not do that and it was so obvious to me that this is a problem big problem especially with youngster and i was passionate about that product so i decided that i need to get on to this you got it So I know I I know I mentioned that uh, Slice makes uh, credit cards for youngsters, but uh, within that uh, age group, who would be your typical customer, and what other products or services would uh, you know does Slice build for them? Yeah, so Slice card is a pay later card that comes. Uh, so it's a Visa card that you can use at all the merchants uh, in India, five mm-hmm. million plus. and uh, pay back next month without any extra charges it's uh, it's different than a traditional credit card in the sense that we do not have some of the complicated features of a credit card uh, slice card is different slice card either allows you to pay back the whole amount next month without any extra cost or you can convert the transactions into monthly installment plans mm. where upfront you know how much extra you are going to pay unlike in a credit card where these things are keep getting revolved and you can end up revolving uh, your transactions for 8 years also if mm. you do not pay attention to that and you can keep paying minimum due amount and never get over so it's different in that way uh, for the customers and this is the only product that we focus on we give a line to our customer credit line uh, within that line they can use uh, 
at credit line at all these merchants uh, we have some offers for, for our customers which are very relevant for them unlike again a traditional credit card which may be giving them an offer of a hotel hotel discount of 10000 rupee bucks on a lakh rupee purchase or a golf course offer which is not relevant for them got it so yeah it's fascinating uh, how you know you talk about this card being simpler and um, better in multiple ways than existing um, credit card options is there anything else that uh, sliced us differently from you know traditional financial institutions or other credit card issuers and uh, uh, could you maybe talk a little bit more about what are the problems with these existing um, options sure so one of the things in india that doesn't happen and uh, you know you would relate to it because you have been here and in the us as well mm-hmm. is uh, we do not emphasize on building credit scores as much that's true uh, in the early age and people you know just discover it when they actually have to get a large loan like a house loan and a car loan which many people have to go through i mean mm-hmm. majority of the people will have to go through that journey and then they realize there's something like a credit score so it's almost as important here in india also uh, as you grow in your life but it's not being taught uh, in a proper manner and people are not just uh, educated about it from an early age that is something that is important for us at size we help our customers build their credit score from an early age onwards our average age of the customer is 22 mm-hmm. so for us that pg of customers itself is uh, super important and it's you know sort of different uh, than a traditional bank mm-hmm. because for a bank their focus is on a 80 year old customer 60 year old customer also and a 30 year old customer also who want to uh bank with them and take different loans or you know getting pension pension in the bank account etc for us our focus is on a customer who's a 18 to 30 year old youngster is a millennial gen z customer which is which is the socio economic wave of this country mm-hmm. you know this is a customer who who is culturally changing things in india the way this country thinks and this customer does not believe that the big banks are going to back them as they grow Mm. some of these things like transparency of this you know very simple product like credit card which slice card is able to solve it's not like it cannot be solved but just that it's not being done and that's why we have built this product so transparency is one of our core features simplicity in onboarding and making the customers understand what are the different charges that they can get into if they do not uh, if they do not pay back on time and if they want to convert things on EMI and bringing that sense of community is very important to us so that warm cozy feeling that you get when you are interacting with a product that you really think that is going to back you as you grow apart from that credit score is there and offers are something that we are you know building for this customer the way that they really want not the way that we think that is important or a bank would think is important for an average customer got it yeah i can absolutely relate to that i think the only reason i got my first credit card in india was because the firm i was working for uh, was offering offering corporate uh, credit cards and that is how i got introduced to the product so uh, rajan you mentioned ways in which you know this generation and uh, is similar to other you know previous generations where the importance of credit score is not necessarily very known are there ways in which uh, you know your target customer or the generation is dif- uh, is different from previous indian generations in terms of spending and banking like is there a basic mind uh, mindset difference and 
it would also be fascinating uh, for our listeners if you could speak about how lending or credit uh, you know differs between indian and western world i know you already spoke about credit scores but how does uh, you know the process of uh, giving out credit or lending differ between uh, the two regions fundamentally there are two big shifts that has happened and that has changed the way young people think i mean the mindset of a young customer today in india is different than two three generations uh, above they think that you know they will tell their parents that i know that you have a certain way of managing your finances but i also know what i am getting into and i have a different way of managing my finances but i think that works for me and that has happened that change is happening in the mindset where people feel more independent and they feel more they they don't think that they are not responsible you know they they want to tell their parents and they want to tell elders who try to guide them on managing their finances better that i am responsible in my own way and it's okay if you do not understand that but i understand that and i i know it will work for me and that is uh, that is something that you know we really relate to because most of our team comes from that uh, age group so uh, you know fundamentally two changes have happened you know, one is that internet has given lot of access to information and second is that internet uh, has sucked up a lot of our time so people do not have time to understand complicated things complicated terms and condition they do not want to use that part of uh, their brain and think hard about each and every terms and condition that you have written if you can present that to them in a very simple way and then obviously uh, obviously you know sort of keep serving them in that manner and do not uh, cheat them later on with some other hidden terms and condition which is where the information comes in they will find that out if you try to cheat them because they have access to information it may take mm. them couple of months three months they'll learn from their social network that this company is not doing right by them so <clears throat> that is the kind of product and services people want and they feel that they can now take on the world themselves that they do not uh need their uh, elders or parents to be guiding them on how to manage their finances they you know feel enough independent and they are taking actually lot of the major decisions of a household today i mean you talk about buying a phone or buying a refrigerator buying a tv ac uh, or a car in the household who is taking a decision is that 22 23 year old guy in the family who is taking these decisions and they are the ones finally who are recommending five things right and in those five things also you know their say is very important because they are the one who has access to all this information mm. so <clears throat> we are serving that customer and the process uh, of giving credit in india is different in this uh, this way primarily it still is to uh, you know to uh, so the data that we have is less in this country uh, so the process is still too cumbersome to the liking of this uh, young customer who's used to growing with the products which all the global customers are growing right in the mm-hmm. us people have grown on instagram and snapchat in india is the same you know it's the same digital product that this customer is using they also watch netflix they are also watching prime mm-hmm. they are also buying from nike and they are also buying from all these uh, you know offline stores like zara and also it's the same global customer that is there in the us but when it comes to banking when it comes to financial uh, infrastructure in the country it's not as advanced when it comes to especially credit as it mm-hmm. is in us where you can just get your credit decisioning made uh, with your social security number and you know, a couple of other things it's not that straightforward in india it still takes you know few more extra information 
which is something that you know we we are also trying to solve that is that is very well put uh, rajan in fact i agree that uh, a very big reason that um, youngsters are becoming financially independent is because of some of the simplistic payment uh, methods like upi that have uh, you know entered the indian lat- landscape so moving away from maybe credit for um, even though they are completely related but what do you think the future of digital payments looks like in india and how has covid impacted this landscape yeah so again you know india is i think in while in credit india is a bit behind but in payments india is the foremost country in many ways Uh, across the world with upi being there uh, people have adopted this product like crazy in the last 2 to 3 years and i think that is going to stay in the future also in fact there could be very interesting credit products that can be built on top of upi now and upi itself can glo- get globalized you can have global transactions happening on upi or products like those which other countries make i think that is where we are going uh, Uh, in payments with what india has done it, it is a model that the whole world should adopt and then again the whole world should interact with each other when it comes to payment it should be very simple to pay for me to pay from here to you there you know uh, minus all the you know forex charges etc but it should be very simple at least uh, also i think the whole credit card system may not stay as it is with the plastic card few years from today uh having said that i still think that there is an advantage of having a plastic card uh, because that's the only physical touch point that you have with the customer as a company uh, which can eventually be also digitized and can be used in multiple other ways uh, you know with ar and vr coming uh, coming in also got it so keeping this in mind you know especially the simplicity of the indian payment infrastructure do you see slice expanding to other products or services in the next uh, year or maybe beyond the younger generation to other age groups in the longer term see the beauty of this country is that there are a lot of customers who exist and uh, we are barely scratching the surface uh, in our own uh, segment and with our own product that we have right now i think for the next couple of years we're just uh, we're just sharp focused on uh, scaling what we have been there will be improvements in the whole slice experience uh, we will be at the intersection because we are working with the youngest uh, audience in credit in india we are at the intersection of social and fintech we are going to socialize and gamify the whole slice experience much more over the next couple of years but largely we'll be focused on payments and uh, largely we'll be focused on this young 18 to 30 year old customer that is for next couple of years got it so coming back to your target customer and uh, you know current offerings can you talk more about the firm's business model especially in terms of payment terms underwriting your risk especially in a country like india where there is a higher risk of fraud and poorer recourse options okay so there are three parts to any fintech uh, retail business uh, model uh, one is acquisition which happens through things like payments and deposit bank account which everyone wants to use or everyone needs to use second is monetization which happens through things like credit and insurance and investments and uh, in a digital setup uh, where there is a very high frequency usage of the product will also happen with commerce and 
distribution in the future, which has not happened in the past with typical fintech retail products. And third is loyalty. How do you make sure that this customer is not uh, moving out uh, of your product and using some other competitor's product if they have better offers? So that happens through rewards and uh, offers that you can match as to the market. And I think in the future, it'll also happen through the social uh, network that you build in fintech, uh, where they'll be emotional connect with the customer and all the network effects, et cetera, will come there. Uh, so the business model uh, gets monetized through all these things that I mentioned in the second section, which is credit, uh, which is the primary mode of monetization for us also. Uh, typically around 55% of our income today comes from interest income. And rest of the income comes from instant-based fees like uh, uh, when our customer is making a payment, we earn money from the merchant. Uh, and when customer is shopping at a particular brand, like we have partnership with Amazon, Flipkart, et cetera, we are earning extra commission from those merchants uh, because of our partnership. And we are able to pass on part of that benefit to our customers by giving them no-cost EMIs, et cetera. So this is how we monetize. And through payments product, because everyone needs that payments product, we acquire customers that can start doing payments everywhere using slides. In future, we keep building on all these uh, products uh, as it is. We keep expanding our stack. We also offer a deposit bank account. We also have other monetization modes like commerce and investments and distribution insurance, et cetera. And we also have other loyalty related products for our customers, like uh, even better offers, et cetera. So we have 250,000 customers now. And wow. we have 500,000 customers in our waiting list. Uh, I think we just need to scale from here and uh, keep uh, improving our, on our existing product for a couple of years. And then we think about adding more uh, product suits from what I just was described. Wow, that's, that's, those are quite um, impressive numbers. And who would you say uh, are the primary competitors for these uh, customers? You know, the primary competitors who uh, slice is competing against? Would it be large banks, new banks, uh, big techs entering into finance? Yeah, I think all of them, you know, all of them have ambitions to have a credit and payments product for younger segment. This is, you know, this is one of the most significant financial market of this country, Sanchit. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, because what, what will happen in future, obviously, by the virtue of uh, time, is that these customers are going to be driving this country uh, in 20 years time, in 10, 15 years time. So uh, building trust with that customer from that earlier stage and offering them something that they want and they need, uh, I think it's a very important problem to be solving. Uh, and too, hard, too difficult of a problem to be ignored by anyone that you mentioned, the big tech or banks or any of the other fintechs also. Yeah, that that is true, and and such is such large is the size of this market. I think that uh, the pie itself is so big, the problems are so big that there is enough room for so many people to solve it. And um, fin yeah, finally, uh, Rajan, for all our student listeners who aspire to be entrepreneurs, I would love to understand how the crisis impacted Slice as a business and what it has made you realize about entrepreneurship and leading in tough times? Yeah, mm, so COVID has been quite a, quite of a roller coaster journey for us. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we were growing at about 15, 20% month on month in March. Uh, and that was happening from last uh, seven, eight months, I think. Uh, so we were on a run and we could have uh, you know, become 
fifth largest company, I think, in six months' time, had we continued that uh, uh, in the card space. We are seventh right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was a setback, uh, you know, a big one that way. Uh, obviously, it happened with all the companies, so we were not relatively the most impacted. Uh, we did actually very well when it came to our credit losses. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we'll be far ahead of the industry there. Uh, in terms of consumption, I think it had an equal impact for us as it happened uh, for the industry. And over the over those six months, I think especially in the month of Ma, April and May, you know, you did not even know. Forget about the business, right? You did not even know whether you will come out of it uh, mm. safe. Right. You know, your team, your people, from a health standpoint. And then things started becoming more clear, and then you started thinking about uh, business. So I think the first thing at that time was to make sure that your people are okay and they are. Uh, you know, doing fine, and they do not uh, take this in a very bad way. So that was the first priority, and then uh, you know, managing the whole moratorium situation in India, where credit uh, repayments uh, were uh, were pushed by six months uh, from our regulator. Uh, managing all that, building new features for that very quickly on the fly, while everyone was working from home. I think what happens in these kind of situations is you really get focus. Uh, you know, so instead of focusing on five different things, you're just focused on one thing. First, it was your health and safety of the team and you know, figuring out how to work from home plans and all will work. Second, it was working out how the business is going to survive this uh, phase uh, with all the new regulations or all the new features that we need to create just to make sure that we are sustaining this period. So because of that focus, you really become sharp in your execution. Mm-hmm. And while you always know that, but I think instances like these really uh, show you and prove it to you in practice. And that stays with you. I think that is something that stays with my team uh, also. Uh, I hope that it will pay. And I can see that, you know, we have become better at execution in the last six months. I I don't see why we will uh, not continue on that improvement. Uh, So I think uh, one of the things I would say uh, to people, who are going to start up. The startup is nothing but a bunch of people coming together and working on a problem that uh, customer uh, customer uh, has. And I think you just need to focus on those two things. Make sure that the people who are coming and working together are the people that you really want to work together for a long time. And make sure that the problem that you're solving for is the problem that customers really have. Uh, and you have a great company ahead of you. Thank you for that great advice, Rajan. I I truly myself believe that, um, and you uh, mentioned it as well, that uh, companies who succeed are ones that value their own internal customers, that is their employees, as much as they value their uh, customers, you know, their business customers. So uh, thank you so much for that advice. And uh, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for having me here, Anshit.